Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you in to the world of professional wrestling. Uh, I'm Keeney and I'm joined this week by Fisher. Hello. Uh, so we got a two-man pod this week, but yep. this is this is business business time for us guys. It is mania season. We are days removed from from WrestleMania. We you know we're, we're we cannot wait for it. And we've got all the usuals this week. We've got the new segment at the start, and then we'll we'll, we'll go into the WWE programming, SmackDown, Raw, NXT, and then on to AEW at the end. Yeah. Um, so let's kick off with news. And I think the big news from this past week is uh, Triple H announcing his retirement. Yeah, that happened, uh, I think last Friday. I swear every new seg- seg- thing happens on a Friday. And we, yeah, don't, we do our pod on a Thursday night. So we have to remember it for a week nearly before we can talk about it. Yeah, well, I guess it, it gives us time to kind of digest it. I mean, what, what do you yeah, make get of, reaction of, to of Triple H retiring? Um, I, you know, it was, I did see it coming because of, you know, what happened to him last year with the heart thing um and yeah but it's, i just i just a bit it's sad that he never got his sort of send-off match everyone seems to have that um and i think it would have been great for him as well to have a match in nxt as well yeah. i think that was something that would have been really cool if he had a match in nxt um like even at takeover this year like the standard deliver or whatever if he'd have had a match there and then like maybe wrestlemania next year like his retirement match or something um so it's a shame he hasn't got to have that, but what a career he's had. Um, you know, one, one of the, the biggest name wrestlers of all time. You know, people doing that water spit thing still these days, I think. <laughs> people know his theme music. Like, it's, it's iconic. You know, I feel like he's one of the wrestlers that people that don't watch wrestling, if you go, oh, do you know who Triple H is? They'll yeah. know who he is. Um, which, you know, just say a lot. Um, and obviously... As a booker in NXT, he was brilliant. And um, I hope he can still have some sort of involvement in wrestling because it's NXT 2.0 obviously isn't, isn't really his thing anymore. Um, you know, I know I get that he probably wants to spend time with his family and do all that. But yeah, it's a shame he didn't get to have a send-off match, but I hope he still has some sort of involvement in the business and doesn't just sort of, um, yeah, just sort of be on it, be at home, really. Yeah, I know. Well, I think we were all hoping, especially when he was um, in charge of NXT, that he would go on to replace Vince once he stepped aside. And that seemed to be the direction they were heading, and maybe they're still heading that way. I really but, don't think it. 
that is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's just the dream because, like you say, his booking in NXT, that was the peak NXT years when he was in charge and it was amazing. I think NXT between 2015 and 2019, 18, mm. was probably the best wrestling I've ever yeah. watched. He made it. I'm he made even, it the third. Exaggeration. Yeah. He made it the third brand. They were the third yeah. brand for a while. And, and, the, again, and the pay-per-views were perfect every time. There was yeah. no like, oh, there's a dud match here and there. They were all amazing every yeah. time because they weren't too long. They were like five matches, you know. And he, of course, he can still be involvement in that. I mean, we're talking about his in, in retiring from in-ring career, really. Uh, he can still get back into this, but... Um, yeah, no, no, definitely. It does feel like he's stepping away for a while from the business completely, though. Yeah, no, no, that's the thing. I think his, his health is the most important thing. You know, we say yeah, realistically, if, if he has to step away, he has to step away. And, that, and that's, that's, that's the right thing for him to do. Um, but in terms of his wrestling career, I mean, just one of one of the best. Like, I don't think, I, in my opinion, I don't think he gets spoken about enough in terms of like the, the elite level you know if you're picking your no, top, top three five wrestlers of all time he's got to be in the conversation in my opinion i think it's because he's not like character uh, the character wasn't as big as the rock or stone cold or the undertaker for example um and in ring he's not quite seen on the level of like a Shawn michaels or a bret hart but if you put mm. both together yeah he's the, he's right in the mix and yeah. i don't think i think actually him being part of like the mcmahon family like marrying into the family kind of holds him back in a little sense with the fan base sometimes um and obviously the way he was booked when he had his sort of reign of terror i think it was in like 2002 when he was champion non-stop and you mm. know he was beating guys left i mean i remember him booking beat beating Booker T at WrestleMania and everyone was kind of like that was a wrong decision you know there's stuff mm. like that over the years that i think of of put turned people off him but that doesn't stop him being one of the all-time greats um yeah exactly you know, I mean day, not I don't agree with all of Brock Lesnar's booking or Raymond Reigns booking or Radley Orton's booking or John Cena's booking but they're all again they're all in that that level of conversation and they will yeah. or will be by the time they retire in the case of the likes of Reigns and, and Brock they are I actually think Reigns is an interesting Navy product I think there is some comparisons I think like Reigns, he wasn't the best wrestler, like Baltimore wrestler. He's not, he's not an AJ Styles or a Seth Rollins. Like, they're better wrestlers. But in terms of storytelling, in terms of how he... He, he just knew his character really well. Like they say, he wasn't a flamboyant character like The Rock or Stone Cold or no. Undertaker, but he had it down to a T. And I... I uh, recently went back and watched a couple of old matches... Um, kind of in the past six months or so. Um, and for me, still maybe the best match I've ever seen is Triple H and Mankind at Royal Rumble 2000. Yeah, that, that was an amazing match. It is one of the best matches I've ever seen. It is absolutely incredible. And mm. um, He's had yeah. some great ones with Taker. Um, he's had great ones with, you know... With- the whole the whole list you can go through everyone he's exactly and he's yeah him him his matches with rocks and cold Shawn michaels like it just, yeah, it's just yeah. endless endless and yeah it's a shame like i say it's a shame he doesn't get a chance to have a last match it would have been cool if that was if this was like champa's last match on nxt was triple h i've been quite a cool match i think yeah to, to do um and i'm sure triple h would have loved to have done it but yeah he's made the right decision for himself and um mm-hmm. yeah um do you have a bit of news? Um, 
we have another Hall of Fame inductee, which is on Friday, I believe. Yeah, tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, tomorrow, yeah. Sorry, I was having a call then. Um, the Steiner brothers have been inducted into the Hall of Fame, um, which is interesting as one of their sons is uh, yes, that's, fighting that's, for the NXT title the day that's after. That's what I find it very... I would like to see Bron even induct him. It'd be cool if he got some sort of say here. Yeah. Um, well, I also yeah. think there's a possibility that the Steiner brothers could get involved at Stand and Deliver in the match. I've seen suggestions maybe, you know, Robert Roode gets involved and then maybe the Steiner brothers, like, stop yeah. it. You know, that would be cool. But, yeah, in terms of them going into the Hall of Fame, um, it's a really cool one purely because it's one I didn't see coming as of until recently, it's been rumoured. But, like, he, they've been on bad terms with WWE, um, Scott Steiner especially. They've said some stuff about WWE before that, like, you know, I remember that I'm pretty sure Scott Steiner was banned from WWE. Like, he was one of those people that was like, no, he would never work here ever. Yeah. Um, well, so for him to I be now think... into the Hall of Fame, I think they've reached out to them. They've made peace of it. Obviously, like you said, with Bron being in WWE, and I think someone they really like yeah. and want to push as well is is part of that. And um, it'll be interesting because Scott Steiner with a live mic, unscripted, anything could happen. Yeah, but I say I don't think he's he, he's an easy person to tame, Scott Steiner. No, so no. Uh, could be interesting. I mean, I I didn't don't know much of the Steiner brothers as, as a tag team. Honestly, I, I didn't watch them much. I know Scott a lot more than Rick. Yeah, I mean, but I, I did see Scott a fair bit. And, big proper pump in, in yeah, WCW. And... Never, never as big as fan, personally. Like, it, was, was a, well, it wasn't my taste. I, I, I think Krusty obviously isn't here. I think he was a big, he was a yeah, fairly big fan of him back in the day. But um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a cool one. I mean, all of these Hall of Fames, I think with a pinch of salt, because, you know, that, you know, it means so much, doesn't it? Like, yeah. it's, it's it's cool, but the fact that Undertaker's only just got in there. It's like, a made-up Hall of Fame, essentially, isn't it? It's, it's not done on, like, mm. it's not done on, like, a ranking, a merit. It's just done on whoever's on good terms with WWE. Obviously, people like The Undertaker, like, are, are no-brainers. You're like Mr. T's um, in there, isn't he? Yeah, and they have a celebrity yeah. wing. They have, you know, they ha- they induct all sorts of people. <laughs> a celebrity this year. Could have, could have thrown may bad well, bunny may in. well be one. They may well be one, yeah. I yeah. don't tomorrow, but I don't know. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not doing one. I don't think there's been one announced. No, it'd be interesting. Um, all right, let's move on to the week's wrestling, and yep. we'll start with SmackDown. Um, what was the main takeaway from SmackDown this week? Um, right. Well, I don't want to start on a negative, so I'll try and find something I liked from the show because my skid mark, <laughs> yeah. my skid mark's a bit of a combination of a thing from SmackDown and Raw, to be fair. But yeah. Um, we got, well, it's, it's hard to find stuff. I didn't really rate SmackDown as, as a show that much, to be honest. Yeah. What I did like was the Brock stuff at the start. Um, yeah. So he, he was just chilling in Roman Reigns' locker room. He, you know, smashed some stuff up. <laughs> um, he, he, he just sat there on his feet on his table eating grapes. Um, and, and it was really cool. And Brock is just really likable in this role, which I never, ever thought we'd say, really. I know, um, but mad. he's been brilliant in recent months. And then, obviously, later on in the show, um, Paul and Roman come to the ring. Um, and then it goes to show the thing, and Brock's not there. Um, he smashes up the car again, heads for the ring, comes through the crowd. Um, he gets on the announce table with a chair. Security surrounding him, takes all the security out. Usos and Roman get Roman away. Uh, Usos get Roman away, sorry. But um, 
Yeah, Brock just continues like beating up the security. The fans were going mad. Um, and then it was kind of basic stuff. Raymond just saying, you'll acknowledge me as undisputed universal champion. It wasn't like an amazing segment, but I did like Brock particularly in this. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I, I, I'm surprised with how much I like a face Brock Lesnar. That seems almost alien to us if we were talking back a couple of years ago. Of, if we'd have got to this point where Brock, we are genuinely excited and love seeing everything Brock Lesnar does. But yeah, I, I think he's be, I, I think he was great on Friday. And um, yeah, I don't think there's too much else to add. I mean, the the bigger Brock and Roman stuff, I think, came on Raw, um, which which we'll get to. But yeah. this was kind of a, a preamble to it. Um, yeah, because the, the thing is, I mean, especially Raw, we'll get into it. But like, there wasn't, there was kind of not really a brand split on Raw. Was there? There was a lot yeah. of SmackDown people on there. Yeah, it was essentially um, the WrestleMania like... go home, and I feel like fri- this Friday is going to be basically a WrestleMania pre-show, pre-pre-show. Yeah, whatever. with the Battle Royal on there, with the Intercontinental Title being defended. Yeah, um, it does feel like it's the pre-pre-show for WrestleMania, and Monday was the go home show. I, yeah, think they, I think they, I think they did that last year. But I seem to remember Andre the Giant being on yeah. SmackDown last J- year. Jey well. Uso won it on. Um, on yes, he SmackDown. did. Yeah, Jey Uso won it on SmackDown. Yeah. In front of nobody. The thing is, then it was no crowd. Yeah. So it was WrestleMania had fans, but SmackDown didn't. So I felt really bad for all the people in the Android of Giant Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah. At yeah, least, at least here, I know they're not in the big front of the big crowd at the stadium, but at least it's SmackDown will have people there. Um, yeah, that's true. I remember like Rey Mysterio was wrestling in it last year, and people like that, and the, like the Usos, and I was like, come on, guys, like why is this not on the show? on the pre-show. And I mean, we can get into that this year. I don't understand why they advertised it on SmackDown. It's happening on SmackDown. They're doing it before the show. There's two nights. Apparently the pre-show is two hours long as well, which really, if the pre-show is two hours long, why are you not putting this on there? Yeah, that's mad. To kill some time. You should have at least two matches on a pre-show if it's two hours, I think. You should have a match an hour at least on a pre-show, in my opinion. Otherwise, it's just too much. And like, I don't really watch pre-shows. I skip through for the matches. I don't watch them, but they just, they, like, I don't think they add much to the show. Like, okay, obviously the reason for the pre-show is to get new new people, maybe people who are on the edge of siding with the bar or not to push them over the edge. Yeah. But I guess for us as-, as That's why AEW call it a buy-in. Yeah, it, makes sense. it is it's a buy-in. Just trying yeah. to make you buy, buy into it. Yeah. But like, as you know, we're, we're, we're invested in all the storylines. So having them kind of go over all the storylines again, like, yeah, I don't watch the it's, it's, I don't, the it's, it's, just, it's just not for us, is it? I guess. No, no. And it won't be for a lot of the people there. I mean, come actually being a fan and sit through two hours of that and then a four or five hour show, however long the show's going to be. Um, yeah. Long old time. At least it's not the one night where it was like yeah, seven. That, like, it is it, better like that, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think so as well. Um, so I think we need to mention Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Yeah. Um, Ronda cut a interesting promo. She was stumbling all over her words here. Yeah, she um, honestly, I, I do not think she is at the races at all at the moment. With she needs a mouthpiece. Her promo work, yeah. I think her, um, and I hope her in ring will be better than her. And I'm sure it will be. I'm it sure is. she'll be fine in ring. I think she's good in ring. I think she can deliver in ring. But her, her, she's not a natural speaker. No, she, she never has been. She really. shouldn't be speaking a lot. Um. I, the only thing I did like from her promo is she kind of messed up saying "women's SmackDown champion" 
or something. She was like, SmackDown, or she was like, yeah. Women's. I know, I mean, she's like, What do they even have to say, Women's for? And I was like, Okay, fair enough. You know, that, that's not a bad way to kind of save that. Like, yeah, but she was stumbling on her words in the first place. She, she was, and like, just the whole story about, Oh, I've been breaking arms since I was 14, and you'll just be another arm to break or something. I was like, I'm just not yeah. into this feud. It's, it's as simple no, as that. I, and, I think the match will be good, but I'm not they, into the feud. They, they are basically pinning this on Ronda Rousey's star power. That's I think that's what they're hoping this is gives just like this main event in night one, um, which I think we're all fairly certain it will. Well, it's been announced. I've it heard, is. I've heard different now though. Well, I I wouldn't be surprised if they've changed their mind, considering because I I think Ronda Rousey's star power has fallen since she turned up. I think if you'd have told us before the Rumble, Charlotte Ronda's main event and main, you'd be like, oh wow, and now you. We're we're two days away and we're not in, not into it at all. I I just really and I think that is mainly Ronda's fault. And also, Charlotte's character isn't the best. Particularly interesting. It's just, no, it's not the best. Just, I mean, it's just been done before. I, I think it's it before. If the, if this was Becky Lynch on the other end of just Ronda Rousey feud, Becky would have made it better, hundred percent, because Becky Be- Becky can make anything. Um, uh, maybe even a Sasha might be able to do better here than what Charlotte has with Ronda, but it's just it's just not worked. Um, so you were going to say something about it not a main event in Mania potentially? Well, I've heard you know rumours that potentially the Kevin Owens Stone Cold segment could could main event, um, which makes me think that might turn into a match if it does. Um, because yeah. I don't think you could end the show on a talk segment. I, I just don't see how you can do that. Yeah, not not a Mania that night. Yeah. It's, I think- I think it's a weird decision, but I've heard it could. So I actually personally, if I'm booking a show, I'm opening it with this KO show. That's how I'm opening Mania, personally. Yeah. If, if I I'm don't booking think it's it, a bad shout. I think God, you'll get the crowd up seeing Stone Cold straight away, then you're buzzing for the rest of the night. And I, I think that's the way. To, I think personally, that's the way to do it. But you know, I'm not a booker. No, <laughs> no. There's a reason why we're sat here, really. Um. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean. Do you want to move on to your skid mark? You, uh, yeah. Now I mean, we've got some positive. It's hard to be. It's hard to be. I don't want to be too negative, but so this is just not just from SmackDown. It's actually from Raw as well. Yeah. Because well, they you, had you, a, might, you might as well mention the Raw thing now. So I don't think we're going to mention that during. No, Raw, but so. yeah, yeah, I'm going to mention it together. But um, so the treatment of Ricochet. Um, normally the treatment of Ricochet, I'm I, I'm sort of oblivious to it because it's just like, whatever, they don't really care about Ricochet. But he's just won the Intercontinental Championship. So you'd think, going into Mania, A, he'd have a match, and B, he'd be booked at least semi-decently. But here, he he lost not once, but twice. So he has a match with Humberto first, I think. No, he had Angel first. Although the, the, announce, the announcer did say Humberto. Yes, confused. I, I got confused because I read it. I'd already wrote it down. Yeah, it notes. was Angel first. The, for what the, it's worth. the start of the match yeah. was really good, fast-paced action. Um, and then it was just a roll-up, distraction, finish. Angel got the win. Then Ricochet was like, no, it's not happening like that. Wants Humberto to get in the ring and have a match. And then, again, some good moves and whatever. And then it was just a distraction. It was a, um, a count-out. And a count-out. So, yeah. yeah, no, yes, he tried yeah. the distraction. It failed. Garza held his legs. He was trying and to get then, back in the ring. Yeah, as he was trying to get back in the ring, he did. So he got rolled up and then counted out in one night, the Intercontinental Champion. And then to make mm. matters worse, to complete the hat-trick of ways to lose, he goes on to Raw and gets pinned in about two, I think it was one minute 50. Yeah, it was a squash. 
he got absolutely just squashed by Austin Theory. Yeah, and Theory's not like you know if he if he got squashed by Brock Lesnar, he'd be like okay, but it's, it's Austin Theory. I know Theory, they're pushing Theory clearly, but mm. yeah. It was, uh, why did they put him on the show? Well, I get, I get the point of having care. Austin Theory beat someone not um, strong to go into Mania. Yeah, but you've got Shelton Benjamin sat do it in catering, or or yeah. someone that's not on the Mania card or not got a belt would be preferable. You know, yeah. Akira Drew Tazawa, Gulak. he yeah. was too busy proposing, but you know, any, <laughs> anybody really. Um, I just yeah, I just don't understand why they put use Ricochet for that. It was very very odd. Um, so yeah, my skid mark is is the treatment of the Intercontinental Championship, which yeah. has been poor for a long time now. Hasn't been defended on pay per view since last WrestleMania I know, between Big E I'm, and Apollo Crews. I'm trying to work out whether this is worse than Shinsuke never fighting. I, I don't. I, it's, it's probably it, it might be because that I think this week it was. Yeah, Angel and Humberto as well. The other thing you did mention is they are lower card, mid card tag team wrestlers. Yeah, if to being generous, they, they don't. Well, they're the only people left on the card that aren't in a match. They're heels. Yeah. Other than that, it's either that or Jinder Mahal and Shanky. So. And now they're going to see triple threat. And I just think if you want to book Ricochet into a title match, you could have Angel or I don't care which one, Angel or Roberto just win. Yeah. I would have had if 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 Garza had rolled him up here, Mm. and then he'd have challenged him to a a ladder match or something Mm. in the pre-show of WrestleMania, one on one. I'd have been like, do you know what? Because, again, you can do the Scott Hall Memorial thing, Intercontinental mm. title, ladder match. Perfect. Do Ricochet and Gaza. It doesn't have to be main eventing. She's not going to main event the show. It's, it's two low, mid-card wrestlers. But, mm. yeah, just do that. Chuck on the pre-show. Give them 15 minutes. You can have a decent match. But, yeah, we're doing a triple threat, which is going to basically be a handicap match. Yeah, well, the, the point is they don't, they don't care about the IC titles. So. Um, and I don't think it's leading to Ricochet then going to match with Mania. It might surprise me. We might get some weird finish and they might say, we're going to do it again on Mania pre-show, Ricochet one-on-one with somebody. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think Ricochet mm-hmm. is just not going to be on the card. Um, and I don't think Finn Balor, we don't know, but Finn Balor probably isn't going to be either. So the mid-card titles... Yeah, they're both well in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. You might as well not have it. mid-card titles. Might, they don't or merge them into one and, yeah. and have them across both brands. So that you've got the more only time they've meant something was when Priest was defending them. That's the only time in the past year mid-card belt has meant something. Yeah, Priest's, Priest had a good run with the US title, to be he fair. He did. And, okay, okay Balor's actually only won it recently. And he's actually fought most weeks, Balor. So maybe we're being harsh on Balor. You know, it's, it's early days in his run. But the fact Balor v. Priest is a very worthy, like, main event Demon, Demon match. Demon as well. Why would you not yeah. put Demon on there? Have it. I mean, we might get it. Like I say, they might. I think there's a possibility that in this Battle Royal, Priest and Balor are the last two. Priest eliminates Balor and, like, beats the crap out of him. And then mm. we get the Demon, like, graphic thing come up the lights go all funny or something and that implies demon versus priest they could be they could set it up here yeah they, they, that might be why they're in the battle royal but i don't know it, they might just be in the battle royal and that's it um that, that's that's what i fear right now i think that's i fear that as well because there isn't much room left on the card there might be room for one more match on like a pre-show match for sunday i think because the pre-show match for saturday is surely going to be a match we can get onto now new day and um, Ridge and Seamus. Yeah, well, that, that, yeah, that's a very good segue. We had King yeah. w- King Woods, as he's still called, appear. App- apparently, he's not now. Uh, he was last week, but apparently, it's changed. I saw something today. Uh, well, his entrance was King Woods. It wasn't the new yeah. entrance. It was all his 
I don't know if they're going to drop that. I think they're going to drop that gimmick. I, I think they should. They need to stop either stop King of the Ring, which I'm not for, or stop making every person who wins it become king for a year, two years. Is that or, a gimmick? Yeah, or even... And I mean, Nakamura, he just stole his crown and became King Nakamura. <laughs> yeah. It's also stupid. But yeah, Woods only beat Ridge in a roll up in a very quick match. Yeah, uh, there was my main, another criticism really from SmackDown and particularly Raw. Raw normally has great wrestling. There was no wrestling on these shows, hardly. Yeah. It was the setup for you. I get it because you're saving the matches yeah. for Mania. But I, just, I just think Raw was good with how they set the matches up. Yeah, I, the promo, I thought the promos were really, really good on Raw. Yeah, and no I, I think that's maybe what you're you watching need. it live. And you go yeah, to watch a wrestling show point, though, yeah, and you don't get point. any wrestling. I think you'd be a bit pissed. I know you get dark matches, you get main event taping, you get all that, but still. We'll get onto that in a minute when we talk about Raw. But yeah, this match was over very quick, wasn't it? Kofi and Ridge. Um, but yeah, we're getting the two-on-two tag. I think, obviously, originally, we would have got the six-man if Big E didn't get injured. And I, I think I would have been more excited if it was the six-man. So I think Big E being in it makes it a more exciting match because he's, he's been a recent... WWE champion, and also we'd have got the debut of Pete Dunne on the main roster. Yeah, no, he's got Butch, but well, I, I think <coughs> it might have actually been. I think it was your Crusty, one of you two mentioned it last week or the week before that you could just throw Ricochet in this match and have Rick, you, you know, yeah. you, could, you could have set up Ricochet, Seamus stacking Ricochet, and then all of a sudden Ricochet was like, Okay, I'll fight in your corner and I'll big ease out. And Ricochet's on the card, okay, you're just not defending the belt, but he's in a and it wouldn't be a weird fit him with the New Day. Really. And then they could also set up Ricochet defending the IC title against Ridge or Butch down the line, or even Sheamus yeah. winning it for him because it's the only title Sheamus has never won. So he could go after the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Perfect. But yeah, then they, I would have preferred that because I thought the excitement in this match was Butch wrestling because we've seen Ridge every week and Sheamus against New Day. We've seen yeah, it this about is 10 a, times. This isn't the most exciting. If, if, Pete Dunne was wrestling, I would have been more interested in this match, but I'm not interested in it whatsoever. But it'll, it's surely going to be a pre-show. Well, and, and also, this is a match on Saturday, and I think Saturday has a lot, has two or three tag team matches, weirdly. They've kind of got... Saturday seems to be tag team... I know the team. women's tag is Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, the women's tag is, but they've got Ray and Dominic, they've got the Usos v Shinsuke and Boobs, okay. and they've got this match. So there's three tag team matches on a Saturday. Then there's the two women's title matches. It just seems like a weird, like they've not mixed up at all. They've just done Saturday's tag and women's and then Sunday's, yeah. every, like all the celebrity matches. And okay, actually apart from Logan Paul. But anyway, anyway, I, I digress. Um, on the subject, subject actually of um, celebrity matches, Sami Zayn said something which piqued my interest. He said... Uh, Johnny Knoxville can expect a punishment that has never been seen before in a wrestling ring. Mm. So we know there's going to be something crazy this match. We know that for sure. Well, the anything goes stipulation suggests that. Some, anyway. Something mad's going to happen. Actually, this makes this match quite interesting because there's something that's going to happen. I think this match is going to be entertaining. Like, people can have a go at it because it's not a wrestler wrestling. Again, it's Johnny Knoxville. But Johnny Knoxville will pump his ass off. Sami Zayn, I think, is willing to do something nuts as well. I think it's so. a perfect opponent for a Johnny Knoxville. I think this is kind of, if you're bringing Johnny Knoxville in for one-off Mania match, just a mad match, and you want like a heel opponent to, to like, I just think Sami Zayn's almost perfect. A lot of the times, celebrities are hidden in tag matches. We've seen it before with Ronda and Kurt Angle, when Ronda wasn't a wrestler. We've seen it with Bad Bunny. We've seen it with Logan Paul on this card. Yeah. Normally, they're hidden. With a, they've got a good wrestler on their team. They do a lot of the work. 
they tag him at the end or whatever. But Johnny Knoxville is having a one-on-one match here, mm. um, which makes me think he must be, yeah, he must have been training like crazy. He's going to do something bonkers. And like you said, I think Sami Zayn's one of the best people they could possibly work with. One of the best workers you can go with, safe pair hands. And uh, I think he's willing to do something nuts as well. So, yeah, yeah, I think um, I think it's going to be entertaining. I do, yeah. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that match. And I think we're going to get the jackass involvement. I think other people are going to come in and get involved in this match. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right, actually. I do think you're right. Um, I mean, I've got a few other things from SmackDown, but none of them are really noteworthy. I don't know if there's anything you wanted to mention, but... No, there was obviously the fatal four-way women's match um, between Sasha, Rhea, Shayna, Zelina Vega. That match yeah, was okay. Bank um, statement on Zelina. Sasha looked good, as she always does. There's no real mm. shock there. Um, I actually thought once one thing that was actually really good, um, there was a, a Baron Corbin video package, and I'm not into this feud at all, and nothing they could do could make me care about yeah. this match. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, this, and they ruined it on Raw, but, but they didn't Raw, we'll get to that. Yeah. But the video package for Corbin, from go, you know, from when he was Paul Baron Corbin, yeah, it just made me miss that character, man. Like, that I know. video package was actually really good. Um, and yeah, I really like. I really like what they did there, but it's not going to make me interested in the match because we've just this feud's gone on too long. It has. I mean, the only other note I had, and we actually got this again on Raw, was Mad Cat Moss makes a joke that Corbin doesn't like. Yeah, it's been two or three and weeks of that now. That it? is, again, this teasing that there's going to be a problem. And I actually said to you guys um, uh, since the last pod that I actually think Mad Cat Moss might win the Andre Giant Battle Royal. So I think they're quite big on Mad Cat Moss and I've got a feeling they are I think they see something face in him, I think they think he could be quite, uh, I just think he's the guy that, that they're, they're looking to push like there's I guess a couple they've got them. I, mean, I think Boogs is obviously another one that they see a lot in him, yeah. Theory's clearly another one and I, I, I do think Mad Cat Moss is one I think they've got an eye on I think there's potential. You could be right I think but, he has got potential when he's wrestled I think he's really good. Him. Yeah, I think he's looked good. Um, it's just the character. It's just the character with yeah, but him he, and he, He's this character because he came in with Happy Corbin. Mm. Like I, I again, I, I don't know much. Again, it's called Riddick Ross before. I don't know much of his, you know, what his repertoire is in terms of how he can different characters he can portray. But you know, I'm sure. I, I just, I just got got a little bit of a little bit of hope for Mad Cat Moss. And I think again, maybe this is what happens when maybe Mad Cat Moss turns on Corbin at Mania. I, 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 I would like to see it. Because they're not gonna I don't really see the I don't think Corbin needs him and I don't think he needs Corbin in a sense. I think that Yeah, I actually preferred Corbin's happy Corbin character without Mad Cat Moss. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the jokes kind of ruin it. And I, I'd rather Corbin not be happy Corbin. I want him to be something else. I just want him to be Baron Corbin. Yeah, I'll look um, back to Baron Corbin now as well. And a Madcap, I think, could can do something on his own. They don't, they don't wrestle as a tag team, really. They're not on a tag division. So I don't no. think they need to stay together. I get that it gives Corbin a a guy to help him win matches and all that. I, but... I also, I don't think it helps to, <clears throat> if you feed him with Drew McIntyre for six months. Hmm. Like, we're, we're so bored of it now that, you know, if, they, if, if, they, that... if they're in a fresh food, we might think differently about these two, but... It's one of those things, and it's happened a bit in the last couple of years with WrestleMania feuds where they've done, they've set up a WrestleMania match that's been done, 
loads already and there's no point yeah. i know they haven't actually done drew and corbin one-on-one but they did it last year with Big E and apollo Crews. must have had like five or six intercontinental title matches yeah and then they decided to do it again at mania and it's like well mania matches are supposed to be, you can do a rematch or whatever but not yeah, but something you have to add some the problem i have with this match actually is there's no real jeopardy at no point has like corbin has mcintyre's number no. like I think it's obvious that McIntyre is going to win. And let's say throw a complete curveball at Mania. Like I say, we'll get to it on Raw, but Raw is another example just looks so obvious McIntyre is going to win. And I just don't, you know, we, we all know McIntyre's above this. We all know McIntyre's destined for top of the card. He could be main event in Mania. He's that good, but he's here and that's fine. But yeah, I, I just, just no jeopardy. Like in the storyline, it could have done something to make us think, oh, actually Corbin and Moss, might have something on McIntyre here. Yeah. But it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just a poor um, choice of a mania match, in my opinion. It's um, a SmackDown match, isn't it? I've heard a lot of people say that, but it is. It is. If it, if, if it was middle of the night on a SmackDown guard, you wouldn't think, you wouldn't look twice at it. So, right. um, should we move on to Raw? Yeah, let's move on. Move on. Is there some positives? Yeah, and I, I can go straight into a top mark actually go if you want to go want to go positive. <coughs> mm. Um, my top mark, you know, a minute ago we mentioned about Ronda and Charlotte has it hasn't caught our attention in terms of the storyline. Well, can't say the same for Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch because I've we've all been invested in this yeah. up until now, but I think Monday took it to that next level. I think I think this is really really good. It is. We, we've we've seen uh, in the past few weeks there's been um you know Bianca's hair has been put into question um you know the use of the hair and Becky uh on uh, Bianca cut a promo saying that um Becky only managed to keep her out for a week um and, and then Becky come down with the chair and basically Becky got the better of her and she went to try and cut the braid off. I love the reversal here. The counter into the KOD was great. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and um. We obviously ended up with Belair cutting off Becky's hair. And going a fair, of, yeah, a fair, really a seen, fair portion. Of we haven't Becky's really seen Belair lose it like that, and I, yeah. that's what I really liked about it. Belair really went for it here, and Becky's reaction afterwards was perfect, and the crowd helped him as well because yeah. they were saying, "You deserve it." At her. Yeah, and the yeah, camera it was amazing. Angle, it just it amazing. everything looked brilliant here. Um, yeah, now this match, <clears throat> I, I said it in our, my prediction video. I think you probably did as well. Where. Um, can I just can't call this much? I think they can they can go both ways. Out. They've set this up so well that it's on a knife edge, and it's a match we are dying to see. Like I think, what I think would be cool to do, and I've actually predicted against this, but I've I've got some doubts now. I think you can have Becky beat Belair, yeah, and then Belair be like. Well, I'll put my hair on the line if you fight me again, and yeah. we, we we do a heavy title match. Yeah, I've I've seen people. Yeah, Belair's Belair's braid be be the title. Yeah, I think I mentioned it in my in my video, and I think it's a perfect scenario mm. for how they if they want to continue the feud, that's how they should do it. Yeah. If they're not going to continue this feud after Mania, just have Bianca win because Bianca having another moment. Be- Becky needs to lose that title soon, yeah. whether it be now or one pay per view's time. 
that's I'm fine with it either way. But I, I, I would prefer to see Bianca get her moment. I mean, I know she had a moment last year as well. I'm saying, is she going to win two big Mania matches, title matches back to back? Possibly not. No. Are, are they that high on her? Like that's like you know. Raven well, I think Reigns. they are because I think she's still going to win the title and have a run with it. But yeah, I think the story might actually be better, like you say, and I think they can get another match out of this. I really mm. do. I, and I, also, I, they they can't. I mean, surely they can't change every title. Some titles have to retain, surely, just by odds. And the amount that could are going to be retained, you know, I don't think there's many that I, I'm going to predict to retain or I've predicted to retain. No. So I think this is one they really, this is one they could retain and actually it would benefit the story, which isn't easy to get into that position. Usually the best thing for the story is to change champs. It's usually the best thing for most stories when you're getting into this kind of... yeah. Uh, but I think they can wait a little bit out, play it out a little bit longer here. Yeah. I don't they, see, they the, definitely don't see anything wrong with that as such. Yeah. Um, on a subject... I, I want to say as well that oh, Becky... So Becky showed off her new look on her Instagram and uh, she, it, it's amazing. Like, yeah. she looks like... It's, it's, she's gone for the Hayley Williams. Yeah. Paramore yeah. style look. And <laughs> yeah, it looks great. And um, it's so cool. Like, yeah, I think they, what they've made out of that is amazing actually it is yeah it would be really cool it's just to see how she what she looks like on um how she looks on 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 saturday yeah i really like what they've done with it um so it's interesting because it's always interesting when you do a hair thing i mean mandy rose had one a couple of years ago didn't she she had it quite short yeah um the last angle i can remember that was the last time i can remember it in wwe with the women um yeah no i mean but i mean it's simple if you're a if you're Vince and you're looking at these two matches and these are the, your two main event option match-wise for night one, I just don't know how you go with Ronda and Charlotte over Becky just, and Bianca right now. Maybe, I think Ronda would have been promised it. If yeah. it maybe. Yeah, uh, and Charlotte I think they made well. their mind up a long time ago. That Ronda... I think the egos of those two like people, they've been told, if they didn't promise it and they're not told, you know, they're told they're not main eventing, I think that could cause a problem. Um, who knows? It may not main main event yet, but I, th- I think it, it may not. Yeah. I think it might still. Um, yeah, I would rather see Bianca and Becky main event. But then again, if you're keeping the title on Becky, I wouldn't do it as a main event because you don't really want to close out night one with Becky retaining, and I think Brock, uh, night two with Roman retaining. I just uh, I don't think you do that. I think you, you need a big yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, although th- te- technically Roman would be winning the belt. Or he Brock, would. whoever whoever wins the Sunday match, th- one yeah. of them's winning a belt. I think you need to have a moment as you're as you're closing, and whether that's like Austin coming back and winning a match would be huge. Ronda winning the title is big ish, you know. Mm. Um, I don't nearly know what else. The only other option is this the Seth Rollins match because yeah. it's a mystery opponent. If it is Cody, you could do that. Yeah, you could, I guess. Although the surprise in that one is the entrance rather than the finish. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, I still think the crowd would be hot for it, though. Like, you could still main event the show with it and end the show with it. Yeah, yeah, you, of course you could, yeah. Um, so let, just, just move on to Brock and Roman, who yeah. um, both had, again, I've mentioned this before, I like it when two guys in a match this big, you don't need them. They've had so many altercations and yeah, crazy Brock, Brock's destroyed everything left right it's destroyed yeah. cars and brooms just have them both cut a promo um to the crowd not the other one interfering and yeah brilliant and what was what I liked a lot about this before we get into the promos themselves is they both had what chance towards them yeah. 
and they both handled it really well, I thought. I love uh, Roman saying, I'm going to smash you all in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he, was, he was like, I'll smash Stone Cold. But I, I love Brock, where he was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, what? what? And he's like, okay, enough of that now. And like, everyone shut up. It's like, yeah, yeah you had complete control of the audience. Um, I mean, Brock's promo did get a bit weird where he was talking about <laughs> the titles are going to get married and have a baby and Brock would have full custody of it. It was a bit, a bit random. But... It was a bit weird, but like, I just never thought I'd see Brock, hear Brock Lesnar saying that. So it kind of about two tots having a, having a baby, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, don't even know I've got for Roman Reigns' promos. He threatened to smash the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that bit <laughs> was amazing. great. I loved it. Uh, and then he also mentioned that the, the match was personal to him now. Like it's gone beyond the belts. It, it, it's, it's personal yeah. now. Um, it's been personal for the whole time, really. But yeah, I, I just thought brilliant go home promos for this. I don't want to see them anywhere near SmackDown on Friday. I don't think we will. If you want to no, I, I don't promote that, yeah. the match, you should just show a video package. I think I'll just do a recap package of the whole feud. Yeah, have do not have them and anywhere even, near. You can even show their previous matches. Yeah, like, I will like, actually be a bit annoyed if I hear Roman's entrance at the start of the show. Yeah. So I don't want to like, see. It. Like you say, that, I that's think, a perfect way to close. I think SmackDown is basically going to be people who aren't on Mania. So we're getting yeah. the battle. We're getting. I think there'll be like three matches on the show tops. You'll get the. the um, we might get a uh, Ronda and Charlotte promo again because they weren't yeah, on we, Raw. We might get that because they were they weren't on Raw. So you can do a closing angle with them. Like I don't need another Drew Corbin promo. Like I don't <laughs> need that. No. Like literally, do the Battle Royal should be like nearly half the show. The Intercontinental Championship mm. match should take up a bit of time. Do a Charlotte Ronda promo. Maybe Kofi Kingston v Sheamus that'll be on the show. Maybe put a women's match on the show that aren't on the card. Something you know, get Shotzi a match or something. Mm. Just do something like that, and and that's it. You don't need Roman and Brock on there again. You don't. I think you're in danger of doing overkill. Then just show a video package. Um, yeah. You know, same with Seth. Show Seth's thing again if you want. Like honestly, like yeah. You don't. You don't need all these stars in the show. Most of them are not going to be there anyway. Because I think a lot of the people will have already been. I don't know where SmackDown is on Friday. Is it in? It must be in Dallas, right? I would assume so. I don't know. If it is in Dallas, then I've got, obviously you can have some of your stars there. But a lot of them will probably be already preparing for their match the next night. If they're on night one, especially. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, Shall I move on to what else? Mark? Yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah. So we've already mentioned it briefly, but the Seth Rollins um, thing. So obviously this was done on social media before Raw and then shown on Raw. So I'd already seen it before Raw, but I watched it again because it was so good. Um, so Seth, obviously there was a tw- tweet he put out saying um, he's going to go, he's got a meeting at Vince's office at 9.30 or something or whatever. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. So we're clearly going to get a segment with Seth and Vince on this show which i'm always i'm always for and it was just a brilliantly played segment and i mentioned last week how kevin owens has carried a feud on his own by doing the stuff of stone cold seth rollins has done the same here because his opponent hasn't been revealed yeah even even without an opponent yeah rollins and owens have been so good they were good together as a tag team now they've gone off on their own and they're setting up their own mania matches without anybody else there that's how good they are um and rollins yeah, this I mean his reaction to it was brilliant. Dancing on the table, Vince telling him to get his foot, feet down. Yeah. Um, what I love is how it was like Seth was like, Well, I turned up at half seven because I'm gonna be here early, and then Vince made him wait till nine. It was, yeah. It's just like a little funny thing. That made me laugh when he said yeah. that. I, was I like, loved what? it. Like there was like a, a dinosaur type head on the wall. And yeah, like, we've seen that before, that. we we saw you remember when they did the um money in the bank at the towers, the 
yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had, they had that there as well. Yeah, Seth did a great uh, you're fired Vince impression as well. He was like, <laughs> I know what you're going to say, you're fired. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was it was great. Um, I just really enjoyed this. And I think they've set this up nicely for Saturday. You know, Seth asked who his opponent is. He said, the opponent of my choosing. It leaves it open. Mm. Um, I still think it's going to be Cody, but there are it's, other it is going to be Cody. There. It's going to be Cody. You know, there's I mean, just some suggestions today, but it's still, there's still not a certainty. But I, I don't see who else it can be. Yeah, my, my only real issue with this whole thing was the fact Vince was like, "Oh, should have just asked me." Like, mm. oh, like, oh, he's had to fight everyone, and it just seems like you can't just you just can't just ask for a mania match. Surely you have to. Yeah, but if you, you can if you're Seth Rollins. That's I yeah. think that's the point of it. He's like, yeah, yeah. You're Seth freaking Rollins. Well, like, I mean, there are also other plot holes to this whole Seth storyline. Like, Amos is not good for an opponent yeah, for the yeah. last three weeks. Like, so could yeah. just say, "Okay, I'll fight you, Amos." Like, yeah, there, no. there, go, there go, you're on mania. There are some stupid but, yeah. things. There about are it. some. There are some plot holes. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, Seth. But Seth is this, brilliant. This as, segment was great overall. And like I said, the opponent on Saturday. I, I hope it's Cody. I've been. Honestly, every week I really want Cody to show up on Raw. I didn't think I'd be care this much. But I'm You're so now. About it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm and 100% just... Cody Rhodes. I am not. It's for a uh, I, I don't know if you've seen. Well, I've shown you, but um, listeners may not be aware. But Seth's Twitter has been hilarious the last. Oh hours. my god, it's He's been amazing. putting up just WrestleMania, hashtag WrestleMania and a gif of all these different wrestlers that he could fight, and he hasn't put Cody up there, which makes me think. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not done that for a reason. Yeah, he's he's he won't put up who he's facing up there because surely not because he put Shane up straight okay. away and I was like, okay, that's interesting. Then yeah. he put like Veer up. Then he, and, you know, he's had some random ones. He's had Marco Stunt up there. Yeah, that, that was a good he's one. Had Bailey, one. he's had Elias, <laughs> Mustafa Ali, um, Scott Steiner, RVD, <laughs> Bina, uh, all these different people, and it's just been it's just great. And um, yeah, he's I think he's been great in this feud. Um, and I just, I, yeah, I, I really hope it's Cody because I think that could be a great match. And I, I just, yeah. I want to see it. So I think it'd be a great payoff to, this has to deliver, this this payoff has to deliver. Because I've really enjoyed the build-up with Seth. I think, I, I think and if you got a disappointing opponent, then it'd ruin it for me. Yeah. It, it might be a skid mark. If it's Shane McMahon, as much as, I, you know, I don't mind Shane. If it was him, I'd, I'd skid mark this. Yeah, it has to be done. <laughs> it has to be done. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um. Probably the next biggest thing to come out of Raw was the return of Bobby Lashley. Oh, yeah, of course. Which I, I think has been, I think we've, we've mentioned it, you have mentioned it before on this pod, um, Fisher. But my, my real takeaway from this was Lashley's reaction was mad. He got a huge babyface reaction. He did. Yeah. I was like, wow, that is telling. That reaction is mad. And... and I think he was kind of turning a bit babyface towards the end of his before he got injured because he was it was almost coming too cool, you know. His, I, I I think he was leaning that way, but this was almost blew me away a bit how how good a reaction he got. Yeah, you know? I was a bit surprised. I mean, people do care about Bobby Lashley, but yeah, I was a bit surprised because uh, it's not like he's been gone for months and months. He's been gone for like one month, you know. If he'd been gone for a year, when he came yeah, back, Chamber wasn't it? Yeah, then I'd think maybe. Um, but yeah, he got a great reaction here. And I thought this segment over was good. Omos is another one who needs a mouthpiece. Um, he doesn't cut great promos. No. He I liked what they did here. Lashley comes out. At first, Omos gets the better of him. He's struggling. But then Lashley does manage to knock him down. And, why, and I like the way he sold it because he took himself down as well. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I got you down, but I had to get down as well. Like, it took, him out, took it out of him. Well, I, I, I actually 
people have criticised that this is Lashley's match of Mania, but I actually think it's fine because yeah, Lashley wasn't meant to be on the card. He was injured. Yeah. They, like, he could have easily missed Mania and not been on the card at all. So for him to get put on the card last minute, and it gives Omos a genuine threat of an opponent. He's been squashing people. It gives Lashley, you know, I think it gives Lashley a baby, good baby face because I don't think anyone... I think Omos is definitely the heel and people don't really like him. Mm. Um, the interesting part in this is MVP. And I, I alluded to this in my predictions. Um, because Omos, I feel like, needs a mouthpiece. Is there yeah. a possibility Omos turns, uh, MVP turns on Lashley? Yeah, I've, I've heard new, this. Yeah. This is a new sort of monster. That, um, would, that would be cool, but I, I would like MVP... To mouth be a mouthpiece for Omos. But Omos needs it. I wouldn't time. even mind it if they they have a match. There's no turn, but like Omos uh, MVP kind of recruits him afterwards, and they form like mm. a new hurt business with yeah. Lashley and Omos as like a big destruction crew. Yeah, but even that would be cool. I think Omos needs something. I think he needs him on his own. Just not. He can't really cut promos. He's not an amazing worker in the ring. No. So, he's not. I think him being hidden in a faction, like his, mm. his stuff with AJ was okay because AJ is, <sighs> the, excuse the pun, but phenomenal. So he can carry anybody. And, but if he had a really good talker with him, like an MVP, and then someone with him like Lashley to take, who's taken her under his wing, I, that could really work for me. So I, I wouldn't mind that leading to this. Like, I honestly wouldn't mind it leading to that. I, I yep. hope it's, it's not just... One of them wins, then we get another matchup. Backlash. There's no turns. There's no interest. It's just that. Yeah, that's my fear because I think it could be that. But yeah, I, I wonder if they fought that far ahead. To honestly, you considering how late in the day this match has come about? Yeah, they probably haven't. Well, then you say that Omos has been asking for an opponent for a couple of weeks. So surely they had Lashley in mind a couple of weeks ago when. Yeah, when yeah, I, I heard he it. Started couple, asking. I heard it at least so two weeks ago. Like, this probably wasn't decided. You know, last minute as last minute as we think potentially, but yeah, this this is great. I mean, the one thing I will say is, you this is how you show how big Omos is because my God, he oh, he looks huge, didn't he? I, like, I was like, Lashley looks tiny, and I've never said that before. No. Lashley against Brock, I didn't. Lashley I, I would is never an say absolutely that. massive man. Yeah, and Omos I, towered over him. I want to see Omos next to Brock and be like. Brock, Brock looks small. It made me actually more into Omos. Yeah. In a way, because this I was like, this was first time I was like, Omos is like, you know, there's a reason they're into him. And it's because he's just huge. I mean, he, he did have a match on the show against the Viking Raiders. That, that was a, another terrible one. And he had, he, he, had, he had a clothesline and he went out the ring and couldn't, couldn't continue. Yeah, like this of, of a clothesline, shocking. And when we were talking Poor about Viking earlier, Raiders, God, the, re- the wrestling on this show was just secondary. It was there to set up angles. Yeah. It was there to set up Lashley's return. The Viking Every Raiders match was come over from SmackDown to, yes. take, to take a clothesline and can't continue in a I, match. Like, I feel bad for them. They were feuding with the Usos a couple of weeks back. No, it was just poor, poor guys. But again, they again, don't care about a, the Viking there's Raiders. Literally, there's literally other tag teams on Raw. That they could yeah. Why are they bringing Viking Raiders mm. in from SmackDown just to do well, that? Would have actually made a bit of sense to have. Seth uh, Shelton and Cedric, considering the um, Lashley connection, it would have done. It would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> yeah there we go. Yeah, that, it was nonsense. And yeah, the, the lack of wrestling on this show was definitely a down point. I, even though the, the setups and the promos I thought were really good on the whole on this show. Um, 
another poor match we got as well was Miz and Rey Mysterio. Another, why are you booking this? Um, yeah. You're doing a tag match at Mania. Just don't, just do a segment. If you want to do a segment, do a segment. Don't do a match and then do an angle from it. Um, mm. But yeah, Ray gets his mask back. There's a double six one nine and splash. That, that's actually a shame. I don't want him to get his mask back. Yeah, I, I would have waited till till Mania. Like, I'd, I'd have also have waited for Logan Paul wearing it to, for Mania. That'd have been quite a cool entrance. Logan Paul coming out with the mask yeah. at Mania. I'd have heard that. It'd be like, sorry, I didn't bring it with me this week, but I'm going to yeah. wear it to. Yeah. Or to if, Mania. If, if they have to do a mask stealing, doing it, do it on the go home before Mania. Don't do it the go the show before the go home to then yeah. do this. Yeah, they should have done back. last week's angle. This week, because you know what, I did kind of pop for 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 Lucha Logan. I didn't think I would, but I, I quite liked it. Yeah, I actually thought it was quite cool as well. And yeah, they I, I... calling him Lucha Logan. Miz called him Lucha Logan. It made <laughs> yeah. me laugh for some reason. But yeah, I actually kind of liked it. Um, I don't know why, but I did. Yeah, but but again, it's just silly, it's a pointless setup. And I, I don't know why they even bothered announcing these matches. Again, you had, like I say, you had. Drew versus Corbin and Moss. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just ridiculous. Stupid match to book. I mean, Corbin ran away, so we've just got Drew v Moss again, which we've yeah, seen. Yeah, they literally did a lockup. He tagged out, and then he yeah, we've seen it. we've seen Drew v Moss on at least two pay two pay per views, and they've must at have least three or on, four times on SmackDown. Must have fought on SmackDown as well. Yeah, so um, yeah, stupid. Oh, but what did happen actually is Corbin left with Angela. Yeah, they, you, I did put in my notes actually. It does. Um, you said mentioned earlier. You have Corbin's never had the last laugh or got the upper hand. He did actually end this segment on top mm. for once. He took the sword. He hit him at the end of days and, and took the sword. Um, so at least yeah. it gave it a little bit of heat going into the pay per view. But <laughs> I, it, yeah. it's way too late for that. Like yep. way too late. Plus he sold an assault sword before, so it's not a new angle. Yeah, exactly. They've already done this sword stealing. So, yeah. yeah. So, I'm not, That's it wasn't really interesting, but it, at least it was something. I'd, if Drew had just claimed all both of them and stood tall again, I'd have been like, why is this match happening? Um, but, yeah. Yep. Um, another match which I was surprised they booked was Usos VRK Bro. Yeah, this was tag the best, champs this against was the only each other. match on the show, really. And also, this was the main event, which I think is a weird way to close out the show. Absolutely with agree with the you. The tag division. Um, like, it's like the wasn't mid- a high, I was expecting a high angle. I really thought Seth, because Seth didn't actually come to the ring. Yeah. I thought maybe after the match, Seth was going to come down and be like, I want to know my opponent now or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or something like that. And we were going to get the reveal, or maybe Brock was going to come back down and Roman and they were going to have a fight mm. or some more words or something. But it I, was just. I think they'd have been better off doing that with Seth and ending the show with some, like, I, I know, I know this. It's just. A random opponent, but if they'd have showed like someone leaving Vince's office, and then you had people on Twitter taking screen grabs of like the back of someone's head yeah. and being like, "Oh, who's this?" and those of like theories, which we'll get to later. But um, NXT had that with the Creed brothers. We've seen that. Like, there's we've seen some pictures of people. So I think that would have been really cool. And I'd have had people talking up until Mania, but they kind of yeah left the left the go home show a bit cold. Um, especially yeah, as it was definitely. a really, really predictable outcome where just all the tag teams that they're fighting yeah. come down uh, and Africa broke up. didn't get involved weirdly, but yeah, Boots well, and Nakamura were there. They, they announced uh, in the week that it was going to be Alpha Academy v. The Street Profits was going to be on Raw. Yeah, they changed So I that. wonder if something happened to Alpha Academy, one of them... I don't think it did. Ill I think or they, injured? Because they also announced 
a ridiculous tag match. I'm glad it didn't happen. But they changed. I heard a lot of the plans changed for this show. So mm. literally on Twitter the day before, they had announced Becky and Ronda or something versus Charlotte and Belair or something. No, Jesus. Becky and Becky and Charlotte. Becky and Charlotte versus Ronda and Belair. Yeah, that was it. The four, the four women in the two main. That's yeah. a ridiculous. Don't do that. Don't waste that match. Like, no. and then Ronda like tweeted something like, "This is news to me. As far as I know, I'm not going to Raw." Mm. like and then it disappeared <laughs> so and, and that alpha academy academy match was also there so they obviously changed a lot of the, the matches which is why we didn't get any wrestling on this show i guess yeah. this match was actually okay um no it was and of course, it's always going to be okay with these four people and it's obviously just, it was obviously we're going to get a stupid DQ match finish a as stupid well. match what why have your tie champs going also to the timing of this i they definitely mistimed it, the finish because mm. uh they did the dq angle um, they hit the double RKO and then Randy Orton looked and was like, should we do another one? And the crowd were like, yeah. <laughs> and then they did another one. And I think that they, they must've had like a minute left of the broadcast because yeah. Randy Orton just was like, shit, we better do another one. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I, I don't know, but it felt yeah. like that was, you know, they, they, they finished it slightly early. We did get a, another uh, kind of window into the Hill Street Profits future, which I think we're going to yeah. get. Um, which is I'm kind of a four. It's such a gear change for them, and I, I quite like it. Um, I, I I'm glad that they're going this route. That's something um, to look at, and I, I actually think the feud we get after Mania is Street Profits and RK Bro. Yeah, well, I've predicted a hill those, Street Profits. My predictions is I've gone for the RK Bro to to retain. I think yeah, I've been one. I think they probably think I did as well. I think they'll probably Remember. pin Gable, and then yeah. Street Profits will get another chance, and 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 as heels. Turn yeah. heel and be as heels. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. Yep. No, I I think you're actually right there. Um, Veer Mahan's arriving April next 4th. week. Next Come week, on, we we have got less than. Who do you think he's going to face? Are we more excited for Mania or Veer Mahan's debut? Because it is this close one. Do you know what? They should have combined the two. They should have just like, well, debuted him on Mania. You know. We, they should have debuted him on Mania. Yeah, too, we're going to do. We're going to. Well, it's this still might. Seth's phone's not, not been announced. <laughs> if we've. Uh, we, we, we're going to do review shows for uh, WrestleMania, obviously, but maybe we should review show for Ve- just Veer Mahan's debut. Just nothing else. Just, just an hour did. on Veer Mahan. Which a couple we, of I reckon other, we could. A yeah. couple of other things from Raw. Um, we had a couple of engagements, didn't we? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. <laughs> I was waiting for your reaction to that. We did. And uh, I, I'm going to get into a skid mark later on, but this is on a similar theme. It's just ridiculous stuff that doesn't need to happen. We're going to like, get a double wedding. Reggie, Dana Brooke, I can kind of, like, you know Reggie's fancy there and they kissed. To mean, uh, to, to Zaw- I really are liking Tozawa at the moment. I he don't is, know why. He's funny. In his suit, just like, and, and I, I don't know. Reggie and Dana have actually become a bit boring for me. I'm actually yeah. more into Tamina and well, At least their proposal makes sense because Reggie's fancied Dana Brooke for ages and she's finally come round to him. Yeah. Um, whereas Tazawa and Tamina is just stupid. It's yeah, just stupid. It's, it, it is stupid, but I'm, I don't know. I don't know. It's just nonsense, but we're obviously going to get a wedding, a double wedding soon. And what was in the only interesting thing I noticed about this segment was we haven't seen him in a while, but our truth was back watching yeah. this. And I think we're going to get a double wedding angle and our truth's going to win the title at the wedding and ruin well, it. Well, didn't our truth say that like he's got he, an idea or something. I, I, thought, like I thought I got the impression that he said he was going to marry them. He was going to be the. Um... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe sure. maybe that's what he's going to do. But I I got a feeling he's going to because his his you know those two might be in love. 
his love is the 24-7 title. So he's going to go to try yeah. and get it back. Well, see, I, what, actually, for because obviously he, the Tamina and Tazawa walked off and then it showed, and he was next to the referee. And I thought, if our truth proposes to this referee, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> like, I'm gonna lose my mind. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Oh, they, no, were, that, they were all proposing. That would have been, been. I mean, it was already too much, but that would have been yeah. another level. I honestly thought our truth's gonna propose to the referee here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, KO's yeah. promo was worth mentioning. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I've actually the only notes I've got is he just continues to mock Stone Cold. It's, yeah, I don't think um, anything extra from this promo, but. Just no, but he kept calling him Steve. He said, you know, Stone Cold isn't a thing anymore. You're just Steve now. Yeah. And he, and he kind of threatened him and said, you know, I just want to have a chat. We'll have a toast. Um, and if if you try anything, then you'll be on the receiving end of the yeah. stunner. It was a good promo. It it wasn't as masterful as the situation last yeah, week. Yeah, again, I feel like they could couldn't have, top that. I feel like they could, could have swapped these two promos around and had his one last week on this week's show, and that'd have been the go home, him pretending yeah, to be maybe, Stone Cold could have been quite cool. Um, we also got Edge and AJ with promos. Yeah, the nothing... Edge one was a, a great callback to his Judgment Day. Yeah, um, from like 2008 or something. That was yeah. that was cool. It was they were nothing special though. They were just okay. Yeah, and I think Edge said again. I like because I think I actually wrote this out after the fact. I think he said that he mentioned that like he could have helped Seth win last week. He still was like something to prove with Seth, but he was like, I guess you know. But 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 it had to be you, AJ. It had to be you, uh, Mania. Um, yeah, and yeah, AJ's. I think the only was... other thing on the show was a, an eight women's an eight woman tag, which was they just found all these. They probably do probably do another weird variation of that on on Sunday. On Friday, sorry. And um, so Liv and uh, Rhea won, didn't they? Rhea getting the pin here. Well, it was Riv, Liv, Rhea, Sasha, and Naomi. Yeah, but, but I mean, sorry, yeah. So Rhea got yeah. the pin. Rhea, Rhea ripped tied on Carmella for the yeah. win. Yeah. yeah. And they so always just get pinned. Carmella and Queen's Lena both got pinned this week. Yeah, in, they in get the... pinned every week. It's literally their job. Yeah, I know. It is, yeah. Just take pins. Um, all right, let's move on to NXT. Yep. I think that is the uh, obvious next step and i think i'll start with the main event because this was maybe this was the one question mark leading into um stand and deliver was the last participant in the ladder match uh we had roderick strong cameron grimes and a kid in a triple threat uh and i think we said last week i think i said that i think cameron grimes was the obvious winner here yeah i think I there, was, there was a chance not. for a kid yeah I actually um, thought it might not really further the storyline, but I still think maybe they could do that and him not win the title still does the same thing. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, Grimes with the cave in on strong and then it all ends. It's a really good match for this. Um, yeah, we and what I quite liked was we had all the participants in like random different bits of the arena. Yeah. Like Grayson Waller was in with the Chase U lot randomly. And uh, it was it's just, just quite a quite a cool um visual. But yeah. I think Gavin Grimes is the right person. And if you see my predictions, I think he's going to win the North American title. Yeah, I was torn. I was thinking, well, there's either one way you can either go with Grimes getting the redemption and, and that story being a feel good story, or you can have it fuel him to maybe like turn heel or mm. go crazy. Yeah. I've, I, for some reason, have a feeling they're going down that route rather than him actually well, well, winning it. There's but a I chance that he could turn heel in this match and do something mad and despicable to win the. Then climb the ladder and win the belt. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, Carmelo Hayes could retain this. It's a hard one to call. I've really. seen quite a few people saying that they think Carmelo. Well, I think it's because there's no obvious winner. Person to win it. Yeah. And and then what does Carmelo do as well? Because I mean, 
he could easily go and top, challenge for the top title. Yeah, I actually, I actually think you want people like Carmelo, Grayson Waller free for the top title if Breaker wins. Which... I, for some reason, went Solo Sakura to win this match. I, yeah, I, I did too. I, 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 I didn't even have a reason. I didn't even have a reason, honestly. I was just like, I'm just going to go for someone on a whim. Yeah. Um, I, I, wanted, I, I wanted to go for a title change and I didn't want to go for Cameron Grimes. And I was like, it's not going to be Santos. Grayson Waller doesn't need it, in my opinion. Mm. And I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, why not? I, I almost, whoever wins that title, I'm, I'm going to be quite happy with, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. but the main event was good, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a really good match. Um, yeah. And again, A Kid didn't really get an entrance. Just, just a random thing that keeps happening every week. I don't <laughs> know why. I don't know why they would show his entrance, but they just won't. Um, I want to talk about Tommaso Ciampa. He cut his, oh, I love this promo. his uh, promo backstage, yeah. um, talking for all the pain he suffered in NXT, uh, all the pain he suffered in his life. So NXT has been a one constant throughout. And obviously he ended it with, usually he just throws his chair to the ground. Yeah. But he I carefully it, folds it up and it has the, like, almost like a gravestone, the, the, the first match and last match. Yeah, the dates. dates of his last, first and last match in NXT. I thought this was a really, really good touch and a, Great promo. Yeah, and I think we did actually get a Tony D'Angelo promo on the show as well, but I don't yeah. think anything special. Well, yeah, he said he'll become the new Don of NXT, but I think he said that before. Um, but yeah, I think that I think again, I don't think you need these two to these two haven't really got too physical. I think there was like a Tony D'Angelo hit him when they yeah, when he did that shook hands. emotional promo, yeah. But yeah, just to set the match up in the first place. And again, there's not much of a feud here, it's just this is just a way to send Champa out. Um, interesting if surely D'Angelo I think we both did to D'Angelo to win but um, I think Champa will put, put him over on his way out although Pete Dunne did beat Tony D'Angelo so who knows yeah <laughs> it, is, it was odd when Pete Dunne beat him but I do it, think, it, I, it think D'Angelo, I do think D'Angelo is winning here yeah surely um, I think maybe the, the Dunne wasn't promo um, call up wasn't planned quite yet maybe they were thinking it'll be after Mania and then mm. there was a sudden change, like, no, you're going up now. Yeah. Um, yeah after well, he'd yeah. already beaten, I think that may have happened there. And then they thought, well, now we've got to put Tony against someone else to beat them. Champa. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe you're right. I think uh, something like that may have happened there. Yeah, we got, speaking of good um, video promo segments, we got Dolph Ziggler had a really good video. I quite yeah, like I, really, I really like this. Yeah. Playing the Hill character to perfection here, just... I'm, I'm too good for this. And he was like, you know, the, the, you know, I, I'm doing all the um, media because no one knows who Bron Breaker is. And just yeah. such a, such a, like, oh, if, if you don't, if you didn't want Ziggler to lose before this, you do after it because he just was so hill and just such a good job. Um, and he was like, he said that he's in, he's in his zone. He's done mania a few times now. And whereas Breaker's just 16 like, times. Yeah. yeah. Breakers just, just excited to be a part of Mania weekend, and, mm. and he went for yeah. They showed little clips of Ziggler winning the like titles, and yeah, this was really good. Yeah, and I've it been I, I've been so high on Ziggler's NXT run. I think it's great. I almost I almost don't want him to leave NXT, but no, he, he, I think it's inevitable that he he's going back to the main roster. He you can't. He, the problem is once he loses the title, there's there's no point in keeping him there. Um, yeah. 
Uh, we all got a Breaker promo as well in or video yeah, in return. Yeah, sort of a return. And he actually mentioned. Well. I think he mentioned it here that Rick Steiner's his father, which I don't think he's mentioned on air before. But he mentioned no, it. I, in this I, promo. I think they should just change his name now. Now the Steiners are going to the Hall of Fame, just change his name. Yeah, honestly, um, like just do it. And he also said he's he's going to take back the title for 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 everyone that chants NXT, which is interesting. Um, so it's kind of been built as NXT v big time match, isn't it? Breaker. Yeah, yeah. The young, the young up and comer who's yeah. not had his big moment against but, a guy who's been around for sixteen. I will say though, this, this this video from Breaker made me feel like there's no way they can't have him win now. Like I just feel like they set it up where I just feel like if Breaker lost it, it'd be such a. I think he's got such a, a surprise anyway. now. Yeah, I think he's got a win. Yeah, um, I do, and like, I, I think there's a lot of good heel people to put him against Waller yeah, and obviously Carmelo, and Carmelo, Carmelo yeah. loses, I think Carmelo and I think the obvious one as well and, and Gunter Gunter yeah. is the obvious he should be the next champion really if if you're not putting a belt on him soon there's something wrong because he, yeah. he's a guy who, who wins titles that's what he is exactly um, well we've got Gunter in the opening match of the night yeah. the six man against LA Knight and MSK um, which I quite liked LA Knight just attacking Gunter before the match even started and they, making me really excited about this match. Like, I mean, I, we all know Gunter's going to beat LA Knight. Like, I don't Surely. think it's any surprise, yeah. a, a, anyone who thinks otherwise. But yeah, I'm really into this. And they kind of fought into the crowd. Um, and then it was um, just basically Imperium v LA Knight. Um, Eichner got the pin for the win. And then we had Creed Brothers come out after the match as well. Um, yeah, they're, they're the third it was, it was team. A fun opener, six man, six man tags are always a fun way to start a show. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you might have already heard this because I know you're all over social media, but I heard this actually on a podcast earlier um, about the Creed Brothers attackers. Have you, have you heard any rumors on who it, who it might be? No. So I've got, I've heard a rumor from one podcast. Yeah, um, go for it. Tell me. And so and apparently they're like someone like looked into the video clips and this is what I mean. I look quite like this, this um, kind of speculating. Yeah, but everyone's like looked at the video clips and apparently they reckon it could be pretty deadly from NXT oh, UK. Oh, I like that. Oh, I did see someone. Thing is, I haven't seen anything about that, but I did and also, see someone mention them coming to apparently, NXT. The apparently one of the texts, because Creed Brothers got some texts on the show, didn't they? I uh, can't remember what they said, but one of them was like, um, you're, or like, uh, you'll enjoy the view or something. But like, you know, if you know, if they said like Boise's or whatever, you'd know it was them. But like, yeah, I think, I think they, um, I like I that. It could be an interesting I did say last week, I think it could be a new team because I was trying to work out who it was. Yeah. And I know I always said it could be Briggs and Jensen if it's anybody, but like, it's not, it can't be any of the teams in the match, surely, because it's going to be a team. So it's not MSK and it's not Imperium. Like, it could be grizzled young veterans, but why would it be? Like, it's not jacket time, surely. Like, Mm. you're running out of teams there. Yeah. So I like the idea of it being... I reckon Pretty Deadly, I think, would be quite a cool one. I think they fit in well in NXT 2.0 as well. Yeah, I, I I think they're perfect, perfect yeah. team. That's <clears> interesting. <throat> I like I like the the sound of that being them. Yeah, that, that's 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 what I want now. Now I've heard that, I was like, yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. So if, if anyone who's watched NXT UK, I think I think you'd enjoy them. They're really good in ring. They actually remind me a bit style wise of um, Private Party. That's what that's who they remind me of in, in terms of their wrestling style. Uh, just 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 for anyone who doesn't know them. Um, 
what else did we get? We got Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray with a promo. Yeah. Um, about the best woman's going to win. Yeah. It's a friendly, like, rivalry between the two, isn't it? Um, which obviously yeah. is going to come undone a bit in the pay per view. Yeah. Well, we also got a good Cora Jade video, actually, not a pretty good one, saying that she enjoys being the underdog. Um, and she's always been the underdog with this kind of thing. The only thing is, though, she didn't really seem that upset that two people just added themselves to the match. Like, she, she, she didn't seem, really seem to, yeah. to, 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 to mention that. I saw that weird. she did tweet something about it, but there's not, not been anything on TV. So, yeah, because she said, she's like, oh, it doesn't matter or something. I don't really care or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, she should really be Her character should be pissed off. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then the, 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 the fourth of, of this match at Santon Deliver, Mandy Rose, with Toxic Attraction, cut a promo in the ring. Um, yeah, they revealed that they for some reason attacked Wendy Chu. Yeah, enough, yeah, but that, um, that was in, you know, get onto something. Yeah. Happened. They attacked Wendy Chu, yeah, and then Dakota come down, and then we got the unexpected reunion. Yeah. Raquel and Dakota, um, which I, I like. I like, that they, I like that they did the reunion. Um, mm. But for them, for the tag titles when we just had a dusty classic which was won by different people who were going for the singles title yeah well again booking what situation. what's happened here the two dusty cup matches the losers in the final have got tag team title matches so msk yeah. lost the final they're in the tag title match and yeah. okay wendy too but dakota kai she lost the final now she's in a tag team title match whereas the team that won and dakota and raquel didn't even get to that that stage no, she went out um, earlier, semi, I think. But yeah, interesting. I mean, and again, the, the match is on the pre-show against Toxic Attraction, the, the tag team title match. Yeah. I just don't think you'll have a title change on a pre-show. So I just don't see... No, my, my first initial reaction was, oh, they will win. they're going to win. Like when they reunited, I was like, oh, they're going to mm. win. Then I realized it's like, actually, it makes no sense for them to win. No, because it just makes sense. What happens to Wendy next? Chu? Yeah. If like, what happens to Wendy Chu? What happens if they fall out again? Like you can't, you're not going to do the whole feud again. Mm. So there's no real point. And also it being on a pre-show. So I was like, yeah, no, just keep the titles and toxic. Do you reckon they could move them up? Raquel and Dakota? I mean, to, Dakota's to, been meant to be moving up for ages. Could they move them up as a tag team to the main roster? They've had a reuniting and then Wendy Chu's left on the road in NXT. That could be a that could be the reason it, they but... did that. They could reunite them to then move them up after Sand and Deliver. I'd be a bit worried. Honestly, I'd, I'd be a bit worried about Dakota Kai and the main roster. I don't know why. Because she's great, but I just feel like they would like Tony Storm her a bit, like just not really. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they'll yeah. give her a chance. I think they'd use her a bit or, or even a sh- like, I don't think they'd shot see her necessarily um, uh-huh. or Aaliyah. Like, God, I think yeah, she would... yeah. yeah, I just think, I just don't really see her thing in that well. I don't know why. Raquel, I think, would be good on the main roster because she's got the size and that kind of profile. I think she could be like what Rhea is, like similar to that. Yeah. No, fair enough. Um, we got... Uh, I'm just looking for everyone. There's no real particular order to this. We got um, Legada del Fantasma against Briggs and Jensen. And actually, Briggs and Jensen got the win here. I was impressed with them here. The most I've been like impressed with Millie Ring in a while. I yeah. Thought, um, Josh Briggs looked really good in this match. That was my main note. Um, yeah. Here. Well, Briggs, I've got one spot in particular was Joaquin Wilde did a 450 15, splash yeah. off the turnbuckle. And he caught him on, by the throat. And I thought that was 
brilliant. From it a, was a really good spot and really cool spot. I thought he looked really cool in this match. I was like, oh, if they had a little bit more of like an edgy, because their characters are kind of silly and lighthearted. If you gave mm. him more of an edgy gimmick, he yeah. would be really good. I think Josh Briggs. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't have much else from the show. Um, well, it's oh. all Magna versus Bodie Haywood. Um, Jackie yeah. Time randomly had a commentary table at the side, um, which was <laughs> enough. Yeah. Um, the, match was, before, the match was okay. But the main real interest in this was the, the woman stood at ringside that we saw last week. Um, so yeah. she's, Robert Stone is interested. She was staring at Von Wagner. They were staring at each other at the end. I couldn't, they did give her name, but I can't remember it. No, I, I didn't write a name down. Um, there. But I'm sure that's going somewhere. But yeah, Von Wagner, Robert Stone. I mean, it's, it's just okay, isn't it? It's not terrible, but it's not particularly interesting. The Von Wagner got his from being the guy in the NXT title match from the first NXT 2.0. He, he, he's, of all the new guys they've brought in, he's one has not just not worked yet, Von Wagner, for me. I, I, I think he looks better with Robert Stone next to him, which I've never, I've never said before. Because no. Robert Stone's generally terrible, but yeah, not great. Uh, you've got Joe Gacy against Draco Anthony. Gacy won. Not interested in that feud at all. Yep, nothing. And I, I don't like the Joe Gacy character. Um, if he gets him as a performer, I think he's good at it. But Yeah, we got Nikita Lyons again. Beat Sloan Jacobs. Big fan, big fan of Nikita Lyons. Bit, a bit of a squash win. Um, yeah. And then Lush Legend says they'll go again after Sandra uh, that, That's the thing. I really like Nikita Lyons. I think she's got a great entrance, a great moveset, yeah. everything. Her look, everything she does, and then putting her against Lash Legend just kills it for me because I'm really not interested in Lash Legend. I know, I know. Um, but hopefully she just beats her and moves on to something else because I think she's got real potential. Yeah. And talking of real potential in the women's division, I think Ivy Nile is in that. Oh yeah. Boat as well, she got a win. Yeah. So she got a win over Tiffany Stratton. Um, match was just okay. It was a bit of silliness with Sarai coming out of the smoke, yeah. and then just a distraction into a submission and uh, Tiffany tapped out. Yeah, very predictable how that match was going to go yeah, when, that, when I saw that match was, was announced. Very predictable. Um, should we move on to AEW? I thought you had something from NXT that was Oh, good. I did, yeah. I did need to get my skid mark. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I referenced it earlier when I spoke about the um, the uh, proposal city on, on Raw yeah. um, 24-7 title, but I think that is actually not quite as bad as this. This Indy Hartwell, Persia, Perotta, friendly rivalry over who's the cuter couple just is not for wrestling TV. It's just not, it shouldn't be on this on this uh, TV show. It's, it's terrible. Um, and what's annoying is I thought, oh, they're going to, it's going to lead to a mixed tag. We're going to have, it's going to be like some wrestling. No, they're having a who's hottest competition. And that's going to happen at the pay-per-view. On Sand it? and Deliver. That's just going to be annoying. We're going to Give have us a this. mixed tag match. God's yeah. sake. Even that wouldn't be great, but it'd be better than what we're going to get. What's annoying is I think Sand and Deliver is going to have some great wrestling, like some great matches. And we're just going to yeah. get this nonsense segment in the middle of it somewhere. Yeah, it's just so um, stupid. And it's going to bring the show down a little bit. I have said so many times, I'm such a big fan of Indy Hartwell. I really like everything about her but this is i really like persia as a wrestler i think terrible. she's really impressive yeah she's been in the ring i think she's been really good and i actually think even even with the kind of the the two couples against each other they could do a lot better than what they're doing this whole who's hotter contest or whatever they're doing is just 
shocking. Absolutely shocking. If if you, if you know this is this is sort of thing you see on on Love Island. Not even I don't think even Love Island would, would go <laughs> would go to this level. By the way, it's uh, uh, it's poor. Yeah, I, I'm not. It's not interesting at all. Shocking. At least at least the the, the thing is with the 24 seven title stuff. It's like it's it's funny and it's low card mm. and it's it's at least got some humor to it and it's meant to be silly. This is is like it feels like it's not meant to be that. Yeah, it feels like this is more like it's getting on the pay per view card. It's getting a te- like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> really is, it's just, just, and it's not fun. It, the thing is, it's not funny. It's just cringy. It's just like loads of like stupid making out and oh my man's better than your man. Whereas the twenty four seven stuff, although it's silly, at least it's got some comedic value to it. Yeah, it is, I, it I'm is. not saying it's good, but it's better for me. It's better than the NXT yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I just think. The combination of both of these, both of these happening at the same time, is, is yeah, is worrying. Um, at least it's not both on on the same show. That make it even worse. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's true. Um, should go on to AEW then. Yeah, I think uh, that's, that's it for. I mean, is there anything you wanted to pull out of Rampage? Yeah, I'll have a quick look. So we got um, Dustin Rhodes in action for the first time in a little while. I haven't seen him wrestle, in and ages. he won. Yeah, against Lance Archer. Yeah, who, again, with, I also haven't seen in a while. Yeah, with a roll-up um, after um, exposing the turnbuckle. Archer yeah. exposed the knuckle, pushed him into it, rolled him up. Uh, it was okay. Um, the match yeah. itself was good. Yeah, Archer was destroyed good. him and put him through the table after the match as well. Um, yeah, I was going to say, actually, the, the what made the finish okay was the after angle where Archer absolutely just destroyed him and choked slam. I still don't get what, what, why Dan Lambert's with Archer, by the way. Make, no, it I wrote makes that no name. sense. Well, I don't get why that's a thing. He's yeah. with... So stupid. Page, um, Banzan, Ethan Page, and um, Scorpio Sky. It makes total sense. Yeah. He doesn't need to be with Lance Archer as well. He doesn't. And I don't think they ever really explained why he's with them either. Just, it's just, yeah. he's just there one week. Um, yeah. Don't, don't really get that. Um, what else do I? Have? Red Dragon had a match that was decent enough. Um, then they yep. stole the, they stole the, um, they managed to steal all the belts, which set yeah. up dynamite uh, the angle on dynamite. Yeah. Um, the undisputed elite is there now officially called. Yeah, um, that's that's quite quite a cool name. Quite good. Uh, quite a predictable but... like thing. You know, it's combining their their NXT name with the elite. Yeah. But it's, it suits what it is, it's fine. And it, and it's still UE as well. Um and the main event of Rampage was a swerve against rookie Starks, uh, which Starks um one retained his FTW belt with a Rochambeau. Yeah, good um, match again. After Hobbs interference, then we got Keith Lee and Hobbs. Um, That's happening Friday, isn't it? I think. Yeah, which is um, no, it's on Friday. Yeah, but uh, we had that interest. Keith Lee always has these spots where, like, they had they had like a big um, Texas loves Ricky Stark sign, and then Keith Lee threw someone through it or something. And like, oh yeah, ran through. Yeah, just a funny one. And also, we, I thought we should mention Hook, shouldn't we? It's, it's Rampage. Oh, how can we go with a Rampage show about? Oh, I deserve to be he cursed by his... Dan Housen after that. Well, he got a certificate, certificate of accomplishment from QT Marshall, um, but just broke it on Aaron Solo's back and walked out. Yeah, that and was da- cool. Dan Housen cursed him. And Hook just like no whatever. sold it completely, yeah, which I love. Amazing, yeah. Um, I, I'm a bit already thinking, what is that? The point of Dan Housen, really? I, yeah, I, I, know I, I, love I, it. I thought that he'd wrestle, and but, but he just... doesn't. He's he just, just curses people, and like it doesn't. Not, not think he does. Mean I want to see him actually do something relevant. Yeah, it's funny. I've, for like, I've not seen him wrestle, but like him being with Hook, that's like a good little segment. Yeah. Like I get it, but yeah, I want to see a bit more. 
with what he can actually do because if he doesn't, if that is literally going to be it, mm. then I'm going to be a bit bored of it. I think. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm already bored of the Kirsten thing. I think it's only been like three or four, but I'm already a bit bored of it. This was the best one by far because Hook was on the receiving end. Um, yeah. Um, um, should we move on to Dynamite? Yeah, let's start with um, the opening match. Max Caster and Punk. Um, I just knew Max Caster was going to fit Will Smith into his right. Everyone was. Oh, yeah, 100%. How, what's he going to say here? Um, and he did a decent little rap as usual. What I loved was Punk's. Uh, Punk was just laughing. Like, yeah. He was just, he was actually properly laughing at it, like, um, which I really liked. Um, and the match itself was pretty good. It wasn't like a classic. It wasn't. I mean, Punk had a brilliant match last week with um, Dax Hartwood, didn't he? Yeah. It wasn't as good as that, but it was still pretty good. And then uh, Punk won with hitting a pile driver and then a kind of vice. And yeah, quite, a, quite a cool finish. Yeah. No GTS. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was interesting. And then I, what was really interesting was his promo afterwards. We touched on it last week when we said that we think maybe he's going to go after the, the title. And he made himself very clear here that that's what he wants. Um, so once I think we're going to get Cole and Hangman very soon, they can't drag that out too much longer, really, with Cole stealing the title and everything. And yeah. Then, so I think as soon as that match is finished, you're going to see Punk go for the AW title. Yeah, you are. Um, I don't think I, I kind of worry a bit about potential punk hangman page match because no one's gonna want hangman to win are they against cm punk i just feel like that's that's yeah. i mean hangman pages run i think has been poor personally i think it's not been a good run and i think it's just another... maybe maybe that's fine and maybe it's fine then if no one wants him to win because and, and, and actually think, put the title I, on punk. Yeah, yeah well i think maybe and I, I just think actually the reason it's been poor is not even his i think it's just a book no it's, it's not been him the book hasn't been particularly interesting him and danielson was okay but then throw him into a cold match of archer then to rush this cold stuff and when people actually probably prefer cold to hang it's just not worked and then put him against you need him against like an mjf or something you need him against someone that he can definitely get you know the crowd are gonna want him to win against but yeah i, I worry about punk against him but it'll put it I, I want punk to be champion so um yeah i, I think he, he deserves it. at least one little round before like because he's mentioned that you know before he retires so he's not he's gonna be around for a while i'm sure but he's not got loads and loads of years left in him and i think it's better for him to have it sooner rather than later before people don't want to see him have the title because there's loads of new people come in that You'd rather see pushed that young people that haven't got the titles yet, like the likes of MJF, Jungle Boy, yeah. and other people, Darby Allen, etc. Yeah. Um, so I think it makes sense for, if Punk's going to have a run, he should have it soon. I, I don't think he should be waiting another year or two to have a title run. I think he needs it now. Um, yeah. I felt no, the I same when, like, when Edge returned in WWE. Like, I think if Edge was going to have a title run, he should have had it by now, and he hasn't. So now I don't necessarily mm. see him winning the title. I think Punk's yeah. like a pro. He's not quite at that point because he hasn't been back that long but he's approaching that point where like you've got to do it soon i think yeah um and like you say i don't think the run's been great so i think him winning it and then maybe mjf or something beating him for the title would be perfect like punk winning it off him um page and then mjf and punk coming back together to have that third match and yeah. mjf winning it or something like that down the line yeah it would be good be, wouldn't it would be perfect like long term yeah story. well let's, let's talk about mjf and um 
I kind of also want to talk about FTR a bit because yeah, they, they were the stars of this show. For me. They, they were the best thing about the show, in my opinion. They were um, so it started with the uh, interview backstage. We had smart Mark again, Mark Sterling. I don't know why he's with MJF, but fine. He was putting up pictures of Wardlow, and interestingly, um, MJF was talking about Wardlow as, as he does, and FTR were like, well, actually, we're, we're friends with Wardlow still, um, so mm. we're not we're not that comfortable and. Um, Jeff was like, oh, but he used to talk shit about you. Yeah, he's trying to stay apart. Yeah, yeah, quite um, funny. FTR weren't really buying it, I don't think. No, then they faced Gun Club, um, FTR, and we had Wardlow uh, then arrive backstage, walk down to the ring, try and get through, security stop him um, and pull him out. And FTR still got him. I thought they might lose by that point, but they got the big ring, big rig, big rig sorry. Yeah. Won the match. Yeah, they also got to say Billy Gunn got involved in the in this match. Try oh, to take yeah. out as well. Like they had quite a lot of stuff going against them. Yeah. Yeah, they still managed. I mean, the Gun Club. I'm, I know they were. I think they're the number one ranked tag team for some reason. Yeah, it's because they win every they match on feel, dark. Yeah. They don't feel important. I mean, FTR yeah, should be beating not. them every single day of the week. Exactly. Um, but MJF then come down to celebrate with them, and they were like pushing him. They kind of weren't happy with MJF at all. Um, and then we got them backstage later on saying they want to face the young bucks again to see the best tag team is so yeah i, I don't know if i want to see that again to be and honest. they're on about they want to be ring of honor world chat tag yeah, team they've got, they've got a match, got a on, match on friday card against the briscoes yeah yeah so um, um interesting i actually think we again there's probably more but although uh it's booked now by tony card maybe it'd be quite cool if they were coming out with all these belts ftr yeah like, no, yeah, they mentioned kind of those. they've already got the, the it's the triple A, I think. Isn't yeah, they, they've it? had that for ages, haven't they? They've got the Ring of Honor, and then they wanted yeah. they said they want to be the AEW yeah. again. So I don't think they will be the AEW again, but yeah, that, to, for them to go for it would be cool. They win the ROH ones, which I think they will, and then um, they'll have two lots, and then yeah, I don't think they'll win the third lot, but for them, they should at least have a shot to make it a story. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then they had, you know, they had promos throughout the night and stuff, FTR. They were really interested in the show. They had yeah. something else later on, didn't they? Love, what love. They did. Um, after the the um, challenge in the Young Bucks, I didn't have anything after that. Oh, maybe that was what I was thinking of then. But as they were on three segments throughout the night, though. Yeah, they, they, they felt like the stars of the show. Yeah, yeah and I'd love to see it. Love them. Yeah. Love them so much. And again, there's still the bright heart hanging over them. Yeah, they didn't really mention that. This yeah, we didn't really get much um, clues on that in this show, but yeah, I think that is going to happen. Yeah. Um, we got, uh, we actually got Moxley and Danielson in separate matches. Yeah, that was interesting. And interestingly, Regal was in Danielson's corner, but not Moxley's. Which... Yeah, I think they just didn't want him on commentary twice. I, I think yeah, that's, that's probably reason. why. I, I just interested that he's, he said that. Anderson was a perfect wrestler, didn't really praise Moxley too much, but probably reading too much into that. Yeah. But actually, Moxley v. Jay Lethal, I thought was the best match of the whole week in wrestling. Although we really? mentioned, yeah, although we mentioned there wasn't was much good. wrestling on Raw and SmackDown, but oh, I there, think there was not a lot on Raw and SmackDown. I think, I think this was a really, really good match, personally. Yeah, it was pretty Very good. impressive, Jay Lethal. Um, I thought Brian and Wheelie Utah was good as well, by the way. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I Moxley. thought it was, it was Wheelie Utah is impressing. A lot more now he's sort of on his own doing this stuff. I think he's he's a yeah. lot more interesting for me. But we got an interesting um, spot in this match. Well, not really a spot, but Jay Lethal went to shake Moxley's hand before the match. Moxley rejected it, 
then after the match, Moxley shook his hand. Yeah, what I like about um, what I like about and yeah, Lethal was reluctant, wasn't he, at the end? But yeah. what I like about the, the sort of Mox and Brian characters is you've got to earn their respect. Yeah, they don't just they they will respect you. They'll shake your hand and they'll be, but you've got to earn it. You've got to fight them and stand up to them and give them a good match. And then you'll, and that's exactly what Wheelie Uta did later on. And, and Regal was really putting him over on commentary. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? So, um, like, he was like, oh. yeah. And I, I think Wheelie Uta is the one to join their group. If he, anyone's going to join it. I think, yeah. they'll, they'll, I think they'll end up with two or three people. And I think Wheelie Uta should be the first one for, def- yeah. for definite. Yeah, he, um, he's shown it. But <coughs> I want to say, actually, in this match, the, um, the uh, final sequence for Danielson to get the oh. win was. Absolutely, I, I think that's why I, I actually preferred this match to the, the Moxie one purely because the, the last segment of this was beautiful. It was he, just, yeah, he, he, he hit the running knee, then yeah. he did his kicks Little to the stomp. face. Yeah, he's like stomping on his then head. Then he picked him up for a pile driver, then he hit the label lock for like, uh, and he did it from tap out, he just passed out. Yeah, like <laughs> all, of those, all of those four things on, on their own have won matches before to do mm. all four of them to one guy, and it's obviously. You know, they've said before, you, you know, if, if you have to earn our respect yeah, and stuff. And exactly. He is beating the living shit out of Wheeler Utah. And um, yeah, quite. And like I say, and you mentioned it last week, but Regal on commentary with the masked man. Um, yeah, I love it. Is amazing. He does it all the time. He's so funny. Um, he just adds so much to it because he, he talks about every move like it's so important. And Yeah. And, and let's say brilliant. he really puts over Wheeler Utah as well. Really put him over. Yeah, he really did. I really like what Regal did here. Um, really adds to this group. It, it does. Brian yeah. and Mox on their own are great, but to have Regal sort of heading it up and and giving the commentary and the promos just makes it even better. Because Brian, I mean Brian and Mox can talk, but they don't need to so much because Regal's there. <laughs> and Regal was like just there. To, yeah, he's great. So yeah, I really enjoyed everything that they did on this show. Um, yeah, me too. Not quite. I mean, Brian and um, Willie Uta could have been close to top mark for me. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I Moxley and Lethal was close for me as well, top mark. Yeah, they were both really good matches. Yeah, just shows how good those two guys are. Yeah. Um, we got the Jericho Appreciation Society again, cutting a promo. Yep. And then no obviously they, they, they were like, oh, they're doing their thing. Like, oh, where are they? They're not here. And I, I oh, thought yeah. this time, surely they're turning up because. They've yeah. done it to a couple of times now. And then, yeah, they got, at first, beaten up by Santana, Ortiz and Kingston, but then the numbers got the better of them. And they absolutely killed them with uh, bats and whips. and Yeah, Garcia had on. a um, sharpshooter on Kingston and then Jagger yeah. hit Kingston in the back with, uh, with, his, with Floyd, his bat. Yeah. Uh, whilst in a sharpshooter. Yeah. Um, yeah, they really took them out. Um, I was waiting for someone to come out and even it up but nothing happened but i feel like yeah, we're gonna get kind of three on five isn't it i feel like we're gonna get like a stadium stampede or a blood and guts match or something big with these two teams and yeah somebody is gonna help out um kingston and santana Ortiz. i just don't know who yeah you're probably right i um i wasn't that sold on the whole um garcia being a sports entertainer type thing but i actually quite enjoyed him this week being like uh, just, just the way he was speaking, and I, I, I always like um, the 2.0 guys. I think they're always quite, quite, they fun, quite funny to listen to. I can't remember what himself. He was like, "What's, what's, what are they called? The 
Do one's called like Big Daddy or something. And the yeah, other one's, one's called, called Cool Hand like, and Cool Hand, that's it. Cool, cool Hand, hand and Yeah, yeah that, that, that'd Angela. be laugh. That'd be laugh. Yeah, they've actually got their, like, their Twitter names as that and everything. Like they've yeah. proper sold into it. I love it. Um, yeah, that, it that's funny. They're, they're, they're entertaining. They're perfect for this role, really, in a yeah. faction, just being like goofy as hell. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, some other stuff. I thought last week, I, my skid mark actually was the disrespect to Thunder Rosa and the winning title and, and the women's title in general, like the booking of it. But I thought this, this week, the women, we'll get into the debut in a minute, but the women got a much better showing. I thought Thunder Rosa's pa- passionate promo, uninterrupted, really, really good. Um, you know, about being not just the face of AEW, but the face of women's wrestling in general. Called mm. out Nyla. I thought that was all really good. I thought Nyla's response was okay. I even put a note because she wrestled on Rampage and did a promo as well. Yeah. I said, Nyla talking on her own is better than with Vicky. She doesn't need yeah. it. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, and yeah, so we got that. We got Jade um, and Mark Sterling with a funny little bit with um, bringing out Lever Bates as a challenger and then saying, no, she's not good enough. And then it was Marina Shafir who had a video package earlier on in the yeah, night. Quite, so quite cool obviously yeah. going to do something with her, which I think is good because she's been signed there for a bit now, but just not really. We've never seen her yeah. on Dark. And, and that's, that's the good thing about Dark is they've just got all these video clips of Marina Shafir winning matches. That, yeah, that we haven't seen. Like, it, yeah. So it's, it's quite cool. Uh, so to that, all, all that stuff kind of was like minor stuff, but was good, better for the women's wrestling on the show. But then, of course, we got the big bit, the big thing that happened, which was the start of the Owen Hart women's tournament um and we had bunny with an unannounced opponent and it ended up being tony storm yep yep i mean i i i didn't hear any rumors before this i i, I, well, I actually but tony storm was who i expected even without i hearing thought it rumors. was gonna be either ember moon or tony storm because there was like four people that had been like had left wwe that were sort of mentioned ember moon tony storm tegan knox and someone else but tegan knox apparently is having visa issues so Okay. There was a lot of rumors it wouldn't be her, but it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be either Ember or Tony. I actually ha- thought it might be Ember. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, this was cool. I mean, this oh, was I think actually... the other one might have been Mia Yim. Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, but I thought this was quite a, quite a cool. I mean, this was a qualifier to get into the Owen Hart tournament, um, which is still not really um, clear on what it is or what the um, winner gets or anything yet. No, they've, they've kept the cards close to their chest. I like tournaments, so, though, so I'm happy with, with them. And it, obviously, it's going to give the women something to do because I've been complaining that, apart from the big titles, women aren't being featured at the moment. Yeah, well, so. I was actually thinking of when's the last time we saw Ruby Soho on TV, by yeah. the way. I know I've seen oh, a lot of people saying, What if Tony gets the Ruby treatment? I don't think she will. I well, think Ruby, we were talking about Ruby Riot, like, oh, yeah, she's better than this, but she's basically played the same role in AW. She's just a nothing person. That... Yeah. That, well, this is what happens when you sign a lot of people and they don't focus yeah, on yeah. women. She, That's yeah, why she had a big... I'm audition. glad they haven't signed too many of the released women because the, none, they wouldn't be using many of them. Yeah. Because they don't well, have yeah, many well, women's matches. Marina, Marina Shafir has been so far long. But I feel like Tony Storm is a star. So um, She should be. She should be. You know. Definitely um, should be. I, I actually so, wouldn't mind if she was the one to beat um, Jade, by the way. No, I wouldn't mind that. Like, I don't think there's anyone in the company that I would want to beat Jade. I think Tony Storm coming in, I think she could be the one to beat her. It's interesting, Tony Storm, because she obviously, she request, requested her release from WWE. 
She mm. was in a feud with the SmackDown Women's Champion at the time, which is in as high a program as you can be in really with Charlotte. Yeah. The program was terrible, obviously. It was pies to the face. and We, oh, all, yeah. we all criticised it. Mm. But it's interesting that she requested a release because she wasn't happy. And I did think when I saw it, it's, like, it's great to see her, but if they give her the Ruby Soho treatment, like, is she going to be happier than she was in WWE with her, that treatment? Like, yeah, yeah she's not going to be booked in a silly angle. But at least she was booked on TV and with the women's champion. I don't think that's going to necessarily happen here. I think she will get a good run. But I don't know. It's just, it's one of them things that she's going to end up unhappy again or, or will she be fine? I don't know. It's just an interesting one. Because when they yeah. when people get released, I'm really happy for them because they found somewhere else to work. Like Ruby Soho got released by WWE. Yeah. And found, found AEW and got a job. And I was like, fair play to her, you know. But it's interesting with Tony because she actually wanted to leave. So it'll be interesting to see if she ends up being better off or not. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Ruby was better off because she would have had no job otherwise. Yeah, exactly. And she did have a good initial run, Ruby. Yeah, um, she did. Just haven't seen her for a couple of months. Um, I think the only thing we haven't mentioned is, is the main event, um, Andrade and Darby Allen. Yeah. Um, which, interestingly, Andrade won. Um, well, I don't know if it's interesting or not because... This all just ended up with all the guys coming out again and just a big brawl again, which we've seen. I did notice that that every happened week. quite a lot on this show. Um, the match was really, really good between Andrade and Darby. Yeah, especially the, the a- AFO and the Hardys and yeah. Private Party, all these guys. It happens every week. Yeah, the feud is like never ending. They're just going. The out only there. reason they keep doing it is so they can play that, that Hardy save and entrance music and to, the pop. That's all and it was. I was like, the only match. reason this match happened was so they could play that music at the end to get a pop. Yeah. reason for this match which is yeah, a shame and we're doing a um, the Hardys versus Butch and Blade in a tables match on yeah is it next week yep that'll be that'll be good I'm sure but yeah, yeah this yeah, does feel like a, one of those feuds now that's just never ending and going around in a bit of a circle yeah and I did I, note actually I wrote on my notes there's one more segment that we hadn't talked about really which was the the main title angle again we always seem to not not talk about it but so the oh, yeah, the yeah. league. I mean, we did touch on it earlier, but the yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Adam Cole just sticking his name on a piece of paper and like sell tape over the name on the belt. That was yeah. great. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, um, he said, oh, Adam Page isn't here tonight and neither uh, Jurassic Express. And I noted that that was the third time in that night, night we'd had the same angle because we had it with MJF and Wardlow. And we yeah. also had it with um, Jericho and Santana Ortiz was like, oh, they're not here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Attacked yeah, and they yeah. come back and attack them. That's a good point, yeah. Three times that happened on this show. Yeah. And I was like, poor. this is a bit much. That, um, uh, that is poor writing. You should not do that yeah. three times on one show. Yeah. And I did think that was, I mean, the Wardlow one made complete sense. I loved the Wardlow one. Yeah. But they, why did the, they need to say that Hangman Page and Jurassic Express aren't there? They, they were, mm. they were, why wouldn't they be there? Yeah. <laughs> like, Hangman, Hangman Page is a champion. If he's yeah, not yeah. there, then it's something's wrong. Like, yeah. Wardlow made sense because he's been suspended. Yeah. Um, but we're well, not suspended, but you know, un- yeah. you know, fired by MJF or whatever. So it kind of made sense. But yeah, they did it three times, and I did note that that was a bit lazy. And then even then, like in that last one as well, like just a big brawl. They do repeat stuff a little bit. Um, it's still fun to watch though. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not a major criticism. It's just a they, 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 no. In general, is like, I'm just very, very fatigued with the uh, AFO derbies, yeah. Hardys, the brawls. I've just because we've also not just they do brawl every week, but we've also had two um, like tornado tag matches that just go into the ground and everyone's fighting everyone and everyone turns that up. That feud could have ended last week with that 
amazing match that I think Crafty yeah. gave it the top mark with a Jeff yeah. Hardy Swanton. They could have ended a feud with that. That, that. that was a feud ending style match. Yep. No, I agree. It's just um and again, I don't think I don't think there is an end goal to this. I just feel like they just keep you know, what's the end goal? Andrade v Derby might be the end goal, but we just had that. I, I, well, I'm hoping the, Je- the Hardys and the Butcher and the Blades the last match, but it wouldn't suppose me if there's more to come yet. Yeah, I, I, I just want to see them move on to something else. I want the Hardys to have like a proper tag run, like on their own yeah. tagging. Yeah, me um, too. I just want to get away from a- AFO. I actually, wa- I actually want Andrade to do more as well, because I think he's really good. It was cool that he won here, though. I know, yeah. but obviously it means Derby had to lose, but Andrade hasn't won enough big matches like on Dynamite and stuff, and I like it. Yeah, so. yeah, that was, that was good, yeah. Yeah, I, I will say that. that that was at least at least good, I would say. Yeah, um, I've got nothing else. For no, I think that's it. I think that's it for this week. A dub, yeah. Do you know what that means, though? We are now on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, we're on our way. On, on the we 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 are taking the last turn in. I'm getting a taxi with Veer. <laughs> He's not going. It might take me a while. <laughs> Get a taxi with Cody. Yeah, be there. Hopefully, hopefully he's there. <laughs> but yes so that is it. that is it for this week really but yeah look out for our twitter follow us at, at recharge wrestle and also follow robot republic robot republic underscore and um yeah look out for uh loads of stuff coming up so we've got predictions are already up for nxt and wrestlemania and night one and night two that counts as one show um yeah. you've got a chance to win a t-shirt at the end of the year um, yeah, get involved it's a really you know it's a really fun thing to do um, obviously, with it being mania, we will have podcasts coming out from all kinds of directions. <laughs> yeah. Next yeah, week, we'll hopefully, we'll have at least one review, if not two, of one of each night. Um, plus, we'll probably briefly mention Stand and Deliver as well. We might have videos separately on our YouTube to, to cover Stand and Deliver, just little short reviews if we don't manage to fit in a full pod for all of them. Um, also, look out for our gaming um, stuff on YouTube. Yep. Um, so follow us there. At, um, it's just Recharge Wrestling on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, so, it is. Yeah, yeah, follow us on there as well. We, we really want to get more um, yep. subscribers and stuff on there. We are we are in the midst of. And if you, uh, if you of, might watch uh, some gaming, which I know a lot of people that, um, who listen to this podcast love gaming. We've started doing universe mode. Me and you, me versus yep. you. You know, Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're in the midst of of, of tournaments to crown our first champions. Yeah, so, so it's, it's only just got going, so you wouldn't have missed much. You can go back and watch all of our videos. It wouldn't take long. Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye on that. We're recording. We're doing so much content, and this is our busiest time of the year with WrestleMania. So we've got a lot to to look out for. Um, so yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Keep an eye on what we're doing. And as always, listen to this pod every Friday morning when it comes out, or whenever you listen to it. If you're in the, you know, when you're on your drive to work, or say when office, you're in the bath, <laughs> if you're in your bath, yeah, you're on the toilet, whatever you're doing, there's always time <laughs> to recharge. Um, so yeah, and that's it for this week. And uh, yeah, we'll, I'm sure you'll hear us soon for WrestleMania yep. reviews. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy WrestleMania, WrestleMania guys, yeah. and anything else you might be doing this weekend. And we'll see you later. uh, See you later, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.